Hello, everyone. Welcome to the That Podcast. I am your host, Savoy Anthony Jefferson, a.k.a. the Undisputed Busty Champion, a.k.a. the number one thought ally, a.k.a. Busty Anna LaBeja, a.k.a. this Busty Don't Pop for Free, a.k.a. Fat Bitch Busty, a.k.a. Top 5 Busty Dead or Motherfucking Alive. I, it's 2020 and that has not changed. This Busty is still Top 5 Dead or Alive, okay? Ask your father if you have any questions or concerns. And, you know, we welcome you to episode 309, New Year, Better Bussy. Yes, once again, episode 309, New Year, Better Bussy, okay? So, that means that we are upping our bussy prices. Um, it's very, you know, if you charged, you know, if you were charging the standard rate in 2019, in 2020, we are upping up our bussy prices. So, <laughs> the sound effects can stop today. Thank you very much. <laughs> Ty is so excited when he gets new to sound effects. Anyways, I am going to introduce my beautiful co-host who is giving soft Brooklyn vibes <laughs> this evening. And please explain what soft Brooklyn means because okay. I don't think that's like a standard, a, a sta- a standard. term. So, Brooklyn um, ladies sometimes have a very tough exterior. So I feel like they say, yo, son. And I feel like, you know, you little, it's a little like, it's like I can tell you from Brooklyn, but it's less, it's less, it's a little softer. Okay. You ain't gonna like shank nobody. I'm sorry. Maybe. You ain't gonna shake nobody. No, I, I don't like violence, actually. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, uh- <laughs> Amber Moore. <laughs> Amber Moore. What's up, y'all? You came hard with your AKAs. You was like, bussy, 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 bussy. Um, what's up? <laughs> so I gotta, I'm trying to see if I can do that. Um, hey, y'all, what's up? It's your girl, Amber, AKA, Emo Black Girl, AKA, Antidepressants, AKA, <sighs> it's 2020, bitch, <laughs> AKA, I'm still here. And I'm actually really happy to be here. Tisha Campbell Tees. Okay. Um, AKA, I ain't got no more, but I'm happy to be here. And I'm happy. I'm still This is our first one of 2020. Um, exactly. So, how's the first four days of 2020? Treated you? I mean, in the world, it's been trash, right? But, um... For me, it's been okay. It's like the same old, same old. Like okay. I, ha- I mean, I haven't had any dick okay. for 2020 so far. Okay. Um, but Still I have early. I have gone on a date okay. in 2020. Um, and I won't talk about it because <laughs> niggas be listening to podcasts. You know. What I'm <laughs> Come on, niggas be that uh, you know, so I ain't gonna talk about it. Um, but uh Chicago is really great. Being there was amazing. I was there for like two weeks. I was scared that I was gonna like hate it, but I love it. I really I love Chicago and I miss my family a lot and my brother's doing much better. So thank y'all for your prayers and Amen. stuff. Um and then also like his white girlfriend, I love her too. Shit. <laughs> Who would have thought? Shout out to you, you know Emily. What that, you know what that is? Growth. Um, so, um, yeah, I just, I had a really good time. Shout out to everybody that I saw, you know, got my decades dick, you know. What is that? What I call? That's what I call. I call the person I've been sleeping with for like 10 years of my life. Why are you acting like you don't know who this person is? I know, but you, what, y'all fucked? Yeah, <laughs> he's in Chicago. 
I didn't know that you I didn't know y'all were fucking again. I mean, it's just fucking. <laughs> but um, that's kind of important. But it will is move it? On. Yes, it is. Yes, we it have is. different ideas around sex. Um, but it's important. But it's just like we we had sex. It was good. I don't. I don't feel like y'all been having sex. Shout out to him. We haven't because I haven't been really into like sex really. Because you know I've been like meds make me feel like I'd be like sex who like <laughs> sex where. <laughs> In here? Sorry to that sex. In the holes? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, a bitch been taking macaroon, you know, a bitch been, you know, taking vitamins and feeling good, and... You bust that pussy over? I said, watch! <laughs> no, just kidding. Y'all could have seen the I didn't do that. I didn't do anything. Up. I'm probably, like, a really boring man. I don't know, but... Oh, wow. No. <laughs> not claiming that. I don't care. Niggas still, niggas still come, right? <laughs> A word <laughs> brought to you by Amber Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> niggas still come. All right. Wow. Let's get into our guest. Niggas still come. That's your new. That's your new. Um. AKA. AKA. Niggas still come. You know. And I am coming. That's the most important thing. Look, look. But sometimes I don't. And that sucks. You know what? You never mind. But I, I sleep with men, so. Try the ghetto. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> On a somber note. Um, but my 2020 has been cute. You know, she's been a cute girl, so. What you out. been doing? I did motherfucking thing. Relaxed. Um, had a really good Thai food. Okay, shout out to Thai food. Um, and I also went to Peach's Shrimp and Shrimp and Crab. Finally, which, finally, which is really good. And they got the Brooklyn wings that they used to have at Smoke Joint. Okay, they got them there. Look, that's exciting for me because it goes down Smoke Joint, mm-hmm. and now they have Brooklyn wings. So yeah, Peach's Shrimp and Crab is hidden. Yeah, it was good. It's it was the good. it's the only one that's good to me. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed. it. I would agree. That so you've was... been eating good so yes. far for twenty twenty. <laughs> okay. In the neighborhood. Um, okay, yeah, I see it. you. I'm not, I want to be clear. I still haven't eaten any, but I just I just don't want I want nobody. To I thought you don't do that. I, I I'm open to it. Open. Okay. I'm open my mind to it in twenty twenty. I might just throw somebody's legs up in the air. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even believe it when I said it. Power <laughs> bottom. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. By the way, yes. I read something. It was called what's called bad bitch astrology, and yeah. they said that you. So you know when, um, they said think you're think you're a top, but you're actually a bottom. And that was for Leo. Leo. Yeah, I and I was like, "That's what I'm saying." I don't, th- I, but I'm a bottom. You are. A top. I'm pretty much a bottom. Okay. But it says, "Think you're a bottom, but you're actually a top." Yeah. That's what it was for Leo. Think you're a top, but you're actually a bottom. That's what I'm saying. But you definitely are a top. I give off top vibes, but I'm bottoming. <laughs> okay. All right. Yo, let me just say this. Okay. If you, I think this could work for anyone, but like. What's really for bottoms for like myself? <laughs> um, <laughs> coaching, like doing that, like 
coaching you kind of like just saying you like this fucking dude. like that kind of talk is really great for bottoms anyways okay. i lovely <laughs> i lovely guest <laughs> i lovely guest <laughs> is a speaker, a trainer, and a strategist based in Washington, D.C., even though they think it is late. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's what you said. You said what you said. That's what I said. But, see, I please welcome Dana Vivian White. Hey. Hey. Hi, Dana. Welcome to Eat, Pray, Thought. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So... Dana's a little nervous. Just, I'm a little bit nervous. No, just yeah, a little, just a little bit. But you don't have to call Dana out like that. I, I, right. so I, <laughs> like we can. I always that call one. people. I always we call people out when they're a little nervous. <laughs> so Dana, anything you would like the pussy hives to know about you? Any fun facts? Fun facts? Um, I don't know. Did I'm you? a Virgo. Okay, I cool. think that's fun. The ghetto. I'm a Virgo who tells people often that I'm a Virgo. Um, okay. But if you didn't know, now you know. Okay. Um, I'm from Massachusetts. Okay, that's less fun, but we're in Massachusetts. Uh, Springfield. Is that the capital? That is not the capital. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Amber was so excited. That's Illinois, it's right? Not, it's not. Yes, I think yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Springfield. Yeah, Boston is the capital. Oh, but, yeah. really? Yeah, that's so weird when the biggest city is also the the capital. the capital. Yeah. Cause that usually isn't the case. Right. Yeah. It's usually some random ass city. What is Springfield like? A random ass city. Um, <laughs> it's in Western Massachusetts. It's about two hours north of New York. Okay. Like thirty minutes north of Hartford. Okay. It's like northwest or east of somewhere else. Important. Mm-hmm. You know. So have you gotten laid in twenty twenty? In twenty twenty? Yes, yes, often. <laughs> Several times. <laughs> It's been four days. It's been four days. Ooh. And you've got it often. I've been busy. Yay. <laughs> Where's the... We stand. Yay. <laughs> we stand. Goals, okay? Goals. Because <laughs> we have not been busy. <laughs> right. <sighs> I have a date tomorrow, but... Uh, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> Hopefully. Um, anyways, um, all right. So we'll just jump into it. Bussy, we'll start with Bussy Pep Talks, which is one reason why Amber, myself, and the guests are proud of ourselves. We will start with Dana. What is your Bussy Pep Talk? My Bussy Pep Talk. So this year I said I was going to, like, two of my resolutions were to spend more time in New York. Mm. Um, so this is my second time here in the past two weeks. Um, and to do more media because I'm introverted as fuck. So... This is a step outside of my comfort zone. Look, and I'm proud of myself. I'm doing both. Yes. Yeah. Look at you. Right. And you and you know fucked multiple times in the new year. That's that like partnered life though. You Shout know. out to you. Shout out to you. Shout out to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, well that's good. And also the cool thing about like podcasts is it's kind of an introverted feel in a way. Like it's only three of us. We're just yeah. talking. It's not like we're in front of a bunch of people. So oh, Jesus Christ. It's like a good That would like, be the ghetto. That would be like a good little step. Podcasting. I mean, yeah, that would be cute, but still that'd be a lot. I'd be nervous. Then I'd be nervous. Yeah. Yeah. So Amber, what's your bussy pep talk? Um my bussy pep talk is um I'm grateful this I don't know. I've just like been feeling really good and kind of been a little bit more accepting of like 
uh, my body in particular. Mm-hmm. Like uh, before, I was like, oh, I just hate my body. And um, now I'm just like, well, bitch, this is the body you got. So might as well do, you know, like look how you want to look and present yourself how you want to present yourself. So, um, yeah, um, I'm just happy for that feeling right now at this moment. And you sexy motherfucker to me, so. Well, thank you. If I was, you know, a heterosexual male and not your friend. <laughs> I'd probably still fuck if you. <laughs> I, I don't know if I got the dick length that you need. I, you know. <laughs> I'm just being honest. You know, you're kind of a size queen. I'm not a size queen. We got to stop talking like Amber, that. Amber, Amber. People listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so that's their problem um all right what is my bussy pep talk um i think for me i have been um i've been working on my whole like thoughts and um ideas around dating and relationships and love and sex and all that and i've been practicing releasing release so i've been trying to like let go a lot of the things um i realized that i spent pretty much the last decade pretty much just kind of acting from a place of fear when it came to relationships and love and even sex as well so um my therapist low-key read me on monday and was like yeah you also create expectations from fear and i was like i wasn't even thinking about that but damn guess you're right so i've been just working on releasing all that practicing trust trying to be present and so far um i started that process and like really at the top of december um so it's been kind of going well it's been a lot of like um i feel like anytime the beginning of any healing process is always a little heavy and then as you kind of get i guess comfortable it starts to feel less heavy so i'm still kind of in that heavy phase but it's starting to feel a tad bit lighter. So that is my Bootsy Pep Talk. Just working on release. Bow. Look at that. Look at God. So as always, we're going to just jump right into it as any new listeners. Because, you know, Dan is popping. So there might be some people who are only listening because they or listening because they are on the show. So Because of me? Yeah. Man. <laughs> I guess. Danny, you popping. You I are popping. You definitely are popping. I wish my bank account was popping. Well, look, same. Look. <laughs> same. Look. But in 2020, oh, it's a new decade. It's a new decade. The pussy price is going up. <laughs> okay. Um, so we go in order, eat, pray, thought, um, and we'll just jump into it. All right. Starting with eat. What's one food that you thoroughly partook in in the, this holiday season? Oh, man. Okay, so... I spent Christmas here with my partner, and we both came down with the flu. Oh, wow. my God. Damn. And while he was here, um, and me towards the end of the trip when we were headed back. Um, so, like, it was fucking terrible, y'all. <laughs> it was that really bad. So you and he's like... the cook in the relationship. So, like, if he ain't cooking, we not. <laughs> I don't know what to tell anybody. Like, <laughs> want some Chinese food? Like, want some soup? Come on, Uber that. Eats. Right. DoorDash. Um, so you so. you partook in a lot of Uber Eats and DoorDash? A lot of Uber Eats and DoorDash this holiday season. Okay. And Hennessy. Okay. Yep. That's something. That's you know, something. Yeah. I think that generally think that people who drink brown liquor are the devil. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, it's just something. <laughs> Dana, why are you agreeing? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just feel like most... 
people I know who drink, well, you know what? Let me rephrase that. that people ain't who drink, true. people who drink whiskey. I used to drink whiskey all the time. The proof is in the pudding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, one food or meal or restaurant that you want to eat more of in 2020. Wow. Um, one thing DC has going for it is food <laughs> options. I'm so shady about DC, y'all. Um, How long have you lived in DC? It'll be four years in March. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like ended up there and sort of stayed. Yeah. Life happens. <gasps> yeah. Got a job. Started paying bills. Like. Yeah. Why do you hate DC? Can we talk about it? Okay. We don't have to. I don't uh, hate DC. <laughs> What would you... Hate is a strong word. Okay. okay. Um, Why are you not It's a different. Fan? I'm okay. from the Northeast. I'm from okay. New England. Right. Um, so it's definitely a cultural difference. Mm-hmm. Um, DC is much smaller than people think. Okay. So it has sort of like a slower, sort of mid-Atlantic vibe. Mm. Everything's closed at 2 a.m. The train stopped running. Like, mm. it's just not a big place. Um, so those are my gripes. I don't hate DC, though. Shout out to DC. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, sorry to DC. Sorry to DC. <laughs> um, there's a Dominican spot though down there. Um, something about brothers, Los Hermanos, Dos Hermanos, something. Some okay. brothers. The food is good though. Okay, so you want to partake in? More. I will partake more this year. <laughs> come on, come. I will. What Dominican food do you eat? All things. Okay. All things. I'm Puerto Rican. The food is pretty similar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, fun fact. I am obsessed with Trey Golpe. Okay. Like, I just can't stop eating it. I what think is it's that? like like the best breakfast. Um, it's basically just uh, fried eggs, salami, fried cheese, like, and um, sometimes it comes with a green plantain, but then it can be like mango. You can also have cassava. Um, it's fucking lit. It's, it's so good. Ugh. <laughs> Whenever Amber, whenever Amber talks about a food and close her eyes, it's so good. I just think about that be that Beyonce gift where she closed her eyes and she got. Her- <laughs> <laughs> Are you a stress eater? And if so, what is your go-to stress snack? Oh yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So listen, I moved to DC like roughly four years ago. I weighed like 135 pounds. I weigh 185 pounds now. Okay. All stress. Good stress, bad stress. Oh, I eat, look- though. Um, but you looking good. Yeah. I, I'm trying to okay. fill out, you know. Yeah. You get a thick, and that's okay. Thick. A little something thick. Embrace um, your thickness. I, that is choice. 2020. Right. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> Embrace your thickness. I am taking all the news with this stomach out, okay? <laughs> you niggas is going to get this belly. And like it. <laughs> and like it. And like it. So yeah, so yeah, so okay, so you, so what's your go-to like stress, stress food? Yeah, I have a sweet tooth. I always have like my whole life. So I keep gummy bears on deck. Um, just everything, snack, snack time, ice cream, cookies, all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's gonna catch up with me later. And plus, you can't cook, so. And I can't cook. <laughs> it's gotta be ready-made, pre-processed, packaged, <laughs> quick open, easy to eat. You know. And whatever my partner cooks, so. All right. So, um, what is one thing you ate while being broke that you refuse to eat now? Hmm. I'm not bougie. I still eat it all. You still eat it all? Yeah. 
I mean, and when I'm with you, don't necessarily have to be. You know, like, ramen whoosh. noodles. I put the hot sauce in it. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's no problem. <laughs> what? It ain't even necessarily good. that that that. I think when I when I think of things, it's just like it's not even necessarily that like I've my palate has exceeded it, so to speak. Yeah. But it's more or less like I had so much of it because I was so broke, I can't bring myself to eat it anymore. Like there was a time where I literally was going to BBQs every other like day so there's a reason why i can't go to bbq's it's not because i'm just like i don't want those chloe kardashian wings anymore it is because <laughs> i literally had it at least once a week for like a two three year period so but it, you don't have to it that's just my thing no nah, i think if i mm, if i think about it probably hot dogs like i don't mm. eat hot dogs like that anymore that shit is sort of gross to me now. Yeah, I, think about it. I can't eat a hot dog no more. But I was able to do it before. Like, yeah. Because I was hungry and that's what I had, I guess. Yeah. I'll be thinking like, what's in the meat, you know? Everything. Like, <laughs> like what is it? Ugh. Okay. Um, your partner cooks all the time, as you said just earlier. What's your favorite meal by him? Wow, he cooks down. <laughs> I lucked out, y'all. Because I just don't have it. I don't have... The hand or the eye, <laughs> and it, whatever you need to like master that, I don't have it. Um, the show, the arm fat, you know, all that. The he has right, all everything right he needs above the elbow. to make it right. Um, he's good with seafood. Mm. He's really good. He fries some good fish. Okay. It's the simple things like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So seafood, seafood. Okay. Shout out to your partner. Shout out to him. If y'all ever want to invite me over, I'm available. Y'all can come. Okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you, Dana. you. <laughs> y'all got y'all gonna make crab legs. And I don't know if we're gonna do all that. Yeah, okay. Crab legs is a lot. Jeez. Well look, I was hopeful. Look, look. In twenty twenty I said the pussy price was going up. <laughs> you gotta ask for what you want. And I wanted crab <laughs> I had crab legs the other day. Phenomenal. Um, okay, we're gonna jump right into pray. We start pray the same way every time. What is your passion? My passion. Um, damn. It, I don't know. Like, you ever think about your work, and you're very clear on what you do, but it's sort of hard to articulate what exactly. I, I think if I had to say my passion would be... Showing other people that it's, you know, it's okay to speak up even if that speaking up is disruptive, Mm. um, especially folks from like marginalized communities and backgrounds um, and people who feel like they should just be grateful to be in the room and they Mm. don't want to trouble the waters too much. Um, I've been a shit starter all my life. That's that's my calling. Um, And I hope to inspire other people to do the same. Okay. Come on. All right. So a professional shit starter. A professional shit starter. Um, okay, so as someone who is non-binary, what has been your personal journey? Oh, your personal. Wow, I had it. What has been your personal journey with gender identity? You know, I didn't always have the language to yeah. identify as non-binary. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that until my late twenties, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always knew that manhood all of what that is didn't really like fit or apply to me it's just the language that I had and the way I was socialized um and I really stumbled honestly I wish there was like a deeper 
bigger story, but I was Googling shit one day. <laughs> I was just like, that like this, this is a story. I'm something else. Like, there's a word. You know what I mean? Deadass. There's like, a word. What does it mean when? Because, <laughs> like, I knew gender fluid, and I'm just like, okay, but there has to be something more specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really stumbled across the term non-binary and then I began to seek out other people on social media social media is really a blessing in that way that I've been able to find community Mm -hmm. Um, other people who look like me people of all like ethnicities and nationalities and ages who um, are non-binary so Mm -hmm. yeah look that's a good enough story for me I just I just just wanted to know like how because like you said you didn't have the language for a long time so like what's the, what was the discovery of that language right um well um and just let me know but like can you first uh, for maybe some of our listeners who might not even know what the language is of like non-binary who also might be like trying to determine um like their own personal journey what is like non-binary and what like what does that mean to you yeah, sure. I'm always really careful to speak for myself yeah. and like really specify that non-binary for me means <laughs> the following. Yes. I want to be really careful. <laughs> we appreciate it. I appreciate it. Before the people start tweeting me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a man or a woman. Those gender classifications just don't apply to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not where I'm comfortable or where I fit. Um, and I see myself as someone who sort of like exists beyond binary gender. Um, and there are like numerous non-binary identities. Non-binary is sort of like a umbrella term outside mm-hmm. of gender binary. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so, um, what is one thing you refuse to do as a non-binary person in 2020? Wow. Yeah. I think I've spent the past few years educating folks in the hopes that they would see my identity as valid and something that they should respect. But I really came to realize that respect, like basic respect and people's human rights shouldn't be contingent on other people understanding. I don't think you have to understand someone, you know, profoundly to respect them Mm -hmm. and treat them as an equal human being. Mm -hmm. So I'm not invested in that shit anymore educating folks um and sort of convincing them to see me as a valid person none of that okay yeah we off that we are a word okay (laughs) um as someone who fights for the rights rights of black queer folks what what are you most proud of and what about your work brings you the most joy Come on, fight for the rights. Um, <laughs> you gotta fight. That makes me sound like I'm out here organizing. Rights. I have my little quiet nonprofit job. <laughs> and you're like, as someone who fights for the rights. You, um, you do. I look at you as a fighter. Thank you. I, I mean, you a know. personal shit starter is a fighter. Per- <laughs> Fair. Oh, <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> Wait, what was the question? <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay. Um, as someone who fights for the rights of black queer folks, what are you most proud of? And what and what, what about your work brings you the most joy? Working with young people. So offline, all of my professional background is in youth work, mm-hmm. um, mainly with LGBTQ and youth of color and black inner city youth. Um, that's my heart. I think that's where 
the future lies. I think that's where the movement truly is. Um, I'm learning from them constantly. And I'm most proud of that work. It's not work everybody wants to do, nor should they do it. <laughs> um, it's not work oh, that has paid me well historically, even though it's paying a little better now. Uh, <laughs> okay. Come on. Um, new year. Buzzy price is going up. Price is going up. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm proud of the work that I've done with young people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked with young people in Boston, in Charlotte, and now in D.C. Um, I work for an org that I won't name, but we do national level advocacy work around um, ending youth homelessness. So mm-hmm. Great. it's cool, exciting work. Great. What's um, the one thing that you've learned uh, from your from the youth that you've worked with? That you can't fake it. You know what I mean? Like in any of this movement work or social justice work or advocacy, you really have to bring your full authentic self because people can smell they can smell the fake shit, especially young people. Like mm-hmm. they'll stop you in your tracks and let you know that you're pretending and they see it. Um, it's just I've been constantly checked to like bring my realist, most authentic self into every space. So I appreciate young people for that. Okay. Look. And what do you call that again? When people are being inauthentic woke? I don't know. You call it woke TM, remember? Oh, woke TM. Woke TM. Amber changed my life with that. She forgot about that, but she's like, you know, I think... Because one time me and Amber were discussing guests and, or oh, possible guests. Possible guests, And yeah. Amber was like, yeah, I think they're woke TM. And I said, <laughs> bitch, I fucking hate you. Ugh. But that is a perfect term. Ooh, child, the woke TM. Um, <laughs> day, 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 day to the turn changed your life, didn't it? No comment. Um, <laughs> you know some woke TM people. We you, all do. You, Listen, I you just... <laughs> You have to meet some of these people off Twitter, y'all. Like, mm, mm. you have some, to. You have to. <laughs> yeah. And when, and when you do. And when you do. <laughs> I love everybody. Yes. I don't. Um, <laughs> I'm just being honest. I didn't want to live in my truth in 2020. Right. You're, we're bringing our authentic selves. Authentic selves. <laughs> Bring my authentic self to my work. <laughs> um, what are some ways that we can better support queer youth in your opinion wow I know that's a very like broad kind of question but yeah that's a huge question yeah there's such a need for mentorship and that is such a simple thing but also like a huge monumental task mm-hmm. and I think many of us don't even really know where to start mm-hmm. if we're not connected to organizations that do that work specifically Um, But, like, if you know any young people, particularly black, queer, and trans young people, and you're in a position to, like, give any amount of time and advice and guidance, like, please do that. Um, There's such a lack of mentorship in communities, so. And give your money to organizations. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, like, Mm -hmm. so many of us are doing okay financially and we do have that extra that we could pour back into these organizations that are doing important work so i definitely encourage people to be philanthropic in 2020 okay i I actually have a question for both of y'all since um you brought up like what you know um queer youth need what is something that like when you 
both were queer youth. Um, what was something that you needed at the time that maybe you didn't get and maybe that you would like to give to more queer youth? Wow. Damn, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> if you can see Dana's face right now, mm. they are so purple. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes got a little low. <laughs> I think just what Dana said, mentorship, I think mm. so much of, and I can't even necessarily speak about um, being young per se, um, but I can say even my twenties. I think it was very hard finding older black gay men who I felt like wanted to kind of embrace me. So I think for a long time I kind of was like looking for that and striving for that. So I think that um, and was having not the best luck with it so Mm -hmm. i think for me it definitely is like mentorship like really having somebody kind of like just talk to you about the process of being black gay black queer and and particularly for me navigating like the entertainment space um because i didn't know like all i had was all the i had a a, a variety and phenomenal black female mentors who are very helpful, but still their experience from mine is very different. So as an openly queer black gay man, so I think, or black man. So I think for me that mentorship would have been definitely helpful. And eventually I found it. Shout out to Iso. Yeah, same. Um, but like our twenties was young, right? Like I, in hindsight, shit, like shit. Yes. that's young, and I didn't really have that mentorship either, um, especially not in the professional sense. Mm-hmm. Um, like I knew I wanted to do community based work, and I saw older Black queer folks doing it, but there was no like pipeline or like there was just no communication about how to do this right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just been figuring it out. As I've gone along, it wasn't until my 30s that I identified a mentor who, like, is invested in me and embraces me without trying to embrace me too much, if you know what I mean. Uh, (sighs) You know what I'm saying. Mm, mm, I don't need all that. Just want some mentorship. What would you have the ghetto? Just mentorship. Just Just mentorship. mentorship. Not love. Mm -hmm. Just mentorship. Not dick. Not dick. Just mm-hmm. mentorship. We're not going to talk about that today. I'm going to be nice. Um, yes, but if you are trying to mentor, make sure you are actually mentoring and not trying to give your ass or your dick to your mentor, mentee. Um, we going to move to the next <laughs> question because it's important. Um, um, wow. Okay. As someone who is HIV positive, how have you seen the stigma around the disease both um, change both positively and negatively? Oh, these are the big questions. Um, <laughs> we, we, you know, we not, you know, we, Dana, we, we know the title seems fun, but you know, we like to. <laughs> yeah. I know we just said niggas gonna come anyway, but right. we still wanna know. <laughs> and they are. They are. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to be coming, came in this year too. But keep going. <laughs> I believe it's going to happen for you. Thank you. I do. Thank you. Thank you, Dana. I do. From your words to God. Come on, cream pie. <laughs> you deserve. 
Um, and you know how long it's been since I had somebody nut in my butt without a condom? Um, 2008. But that's wow. all. Yeah. I ain't trusted a nigga to put anything near me. Safe pussy. <laughs> Look, that's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. No. No shame. Not bad thing. No shame. To those who, who get come in regularly. We support all. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. We support. We support. But anyways. The stigma. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so I've been positive for uh, 12 years. I was diagnosed just after I turned 21. Um, and, I mean, times have definitely changed with, like, PrEP and all that. I wouldn't say that we have less stigma, even though we have broader awareness, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Stigma is really persistent. Yeah. I think people are invested in it. Mm. Um, they want folks with HIV to feel less than. Um, that's just my two cents. I know that that is not the happy-go-lucky response that folks like to get from HIV-positive people, but people are deeply invested in HIV stigma wow. um, and criminalization. That persists. So, mm-hmm. so I guess from I guess, how do you, like, being 21 mm-hmm. and learning that you were positive after 21 to now, like, kind of what has been... What like, I guess what? How have you kind of maneuvered throughout the world? I've always been someone who's believed like if I talk about it first, you can't really hold anything over my head. So mm-hmm. as soon as I got my diagnosis, I was like, look, this is what it is. I'm telling every guy on the first date. I'm telling all my friends like, mm-hmm. I need y'all to know that this is my new reality. This is my new normal. Um, I really didn't have the time for shame or to internalize stigma. Um, I've always just owned it. Um, and I recognize that not everybody can do that. Right. And that's okay too. Um, it's just been more comfortable for me to talk about it. Um, and really just hope that in my talking about it, other people learn something and other people feel more comfortable talking about their own diagnosis. But Danny, do you know you have like the most calming, soothing voice? Like, it's like slightly like it's like I don't know how to explain it, but it's very soothing. You thank you, I guess. Um, <laughs> like I I feel very like at peace. You know, a colleague said that to me on a conference call recently, and I was a little weirded out. But <laughs> I was like, I guess this is a compliment, a professional compliment. But it's not like that time. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not that bad. That's not like the time somebody called that white man called Amber a chocolate bunny. That Wait. is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't you know I was young I was an intern and I didn't realize that it was messed up you know what I'm saying you just don't you just don't know but whoo uh, <laughs> uh what's uh one goal that you have for 2020 and also for this like new decade for the new decade survive listen depression tried to take me out in the last decade i'm just gonna be really honest about that um same (laughs) i was (laughs) we're still here here. we are still here come on (laughs) all of us shout out to tisha campbell right a queen (laughs) absolutely um yeah to just be more patient with myself and not pressure myself to achieve if that makes sense i just want to live yes. i want to enjoy i want to slow down yes. i want to 
enjoy my relationship and be more present and not preoccupied with how other people perceive me or if I'm doing enough. And I just I just want to let all that go this year and moving forward. Okay. I like that. I think it's so funny that you said that, though, because I, I think one of the things um, for me I'm trying to remember that there is no right in healing. I think for me personally, um, so much of my life has kind of been about being perfect and getting everything right and kind of doing it the correct way, so to speak. So I think even when I started the journey of healing, I kind of looked at it from a right, right, wrong and perfection, kind of perfectionist standpoint. So for me, I have to remember that, A, I'm human. And that there is no right way to heal, quote unquote. So I think that kind of resonated with me. Um, <clears throat> all right. You have been very open about being in an abusive relationship. What gave you the strength to leave that relationship? And what has been your healing journey? And what has your healing journey included since leaving that relationship? Wow. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> So no, I'm has, sorry, Dana. I'm like, did you read? <laughs> I'm with it. Okay. I'm with it. <laughs> sorry. I welcome this question. No okay. one has asked me about this publicly. So okay, this is what we're doing. Um, yes. Listen, I woke up one day and, and we want this to be a safe space. By the way, thank you. <laughs> so don't. Yeah. Yeah. No. No pressure. I I woke up one day and I definitely felt like it was me or him. Mm. Um. I found myself in a really dark place and I either felt like the relationship was going to kill me, like literally kill me or I was going to kill him. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Like it, it was really fight or flight mm -hmm. um, to mm -hmm. the utmost. And I fled. Like, I mean, I left on like, January 1st, New Year's Day, I took a duffel bag and the clothes on my back. I broke the lease. I was gone. I didn't have a plan. I didn't know where I was going to stay. But I knew I couldn't stay there mm -hmm. anymore. Um, and it just is what it is. I, um, I grew up witnessing my mother navigate a really abusive, toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that's not what I wanted for my life. And I couldn't believe that I found myself in such a similar situation. Mm -hmm. um, and once I began to see it that way, I was like, I got to go. Like, we'll figure it out after the fact. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. gotcha. And kind of what has been your healing journey around that? <sighs> Take your time. Thank you. Um, some therapy. Uh, <laughs> some therapy, diving into work. Um just sharing my story not necessarily when it comes to being a survivor of any sort of abuse but just sharing my larger story mm -hmm. um has been really healing and cathartic for me um within like a year of leaving that relationship i began giving like keynote talks at universities which is not something that i ever imagined i would do mm -hmm. um like i don't know who believes or doesn't believe in a higher power but things were definitely working that were larger than me over that next year and I began to speak all across the country at colleges that I could have never gotten into if I had applied and people were suddenly listening to me um, 
And it felt like an honor and a blessing and a way to just get some things out and process some things in a very public, vulnerable way. So, good. I'm glad that you started the journey. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Thank you for asking me about that. No problem. Thank you. Thank well, you for sharing that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. More importantly, thank you because you didn't yeah. have to. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate you for sharing. We and really so do. Honest. Um, <clears throat> all right. Um, wow. Um, okay. <laughs> um, often as people who have been heartbroken or abused, I think we kind of look for safety in others. What are some ways that you have created internal safety? Yeah. Y'all weren't playing. I don't know <laughs> what type of meeting y'all had <laughs> about this episode. Um, you know, I think I'm still figuring that out. Okay. If I can be really honest, I jumped into my next relationship pretty quickly after getting out of the um, unsafe relationship. And I have a really patient partner. That's what I'll say about him. He's super patient and has so much more capacity than I do for other people's stuff. (laughs) So shout out to him. Um, And I leaned on him really heavily, I think, in the first year of our relationship. We've been together three years now. Mm -hmm. Um, So in the first year, I just leaned on him super heavily. Um, And luckily, he was able to support me in that way. I think it's really recent that, you know, like with starting therapy and like journaling and little practices like that, I'm like creating a sense of personal like inner safety. Mm. Yeah. Do you want to take a minute? I'm good. Okay. I'm just I'm gonna... surprisingly good, <laughs> okay. you know? I think sometimes you need someone to sort of like spark that conversation. I don't talk about it much. Mm. Um because like who besides mm. my therapist am I going to talk about it with? Mm-hmm. Um just wanted to make sure that but... you No, this is dope. No problem. Okay. okay. I'm cool. good. Um and I to your point, I think for me, the whole like creating internal safety has been interesting. I'm still figuring that, navigating it out. I think that's such a weird kind of thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of like what internal safety looks like. Mm-hmm. Amber, do you got any thoughts on that? Um, as far as like internal safety, what I'm learning because this is also what I talk about a lot in therapy is, uh, I go from either being like too, I guess what you would call needy to to or just very distant and and when I feel safe I feel like I can like you know just like share everything it's almost like a a word vomit type of situation Mm -hmm. um and what my therapist is kind of like telling me is like because I'm a child who there had like a lot of trauma in my childhood so I didn't have that parent or anyone to kind of be like this is okay, this is a safe space. And so when I feel that neediness, kind of, it's more so like I am looking to like try to like have a parent or someone and someone else. And so what I'm like trying to do for just in general, just work on is one, acknowledging that, that that's happening. And then also realizing that like, I can also be that parent to that child for myself. Like that is how I kind of like, grasp with like internal safety is like making sure that I make myself feel safe and make sure that I make myself feel whole rather than looking to someone else mm-hmm. to external factors um to because I mean it could be whether it's like drugs or alcohol or food or friends like I'm looking to external people when 
ultimately like I do actually have all like the tools to kind of like be that person for myself because there's a little person inside me that's hurting and that's like really sad and like but I instead of trying to do all these other things like how about ride for that person and so um yeah that's that's how I've been like dealing with like internal safety I don't know about y'all. My 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 therapist has brought up my internal child like twenty million times. I'm like, I'm tired of this little motherfucker. That's little a, that's bad, ther- baby kid. Ther- no. Therapists love a damn parent your damn self. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. give me some new shit, bitch. <laughs> What's some new shit? Because every why is every issue that I have somehow related to my damn parents? <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. But you ain't mad. <laughs> but, you, but you ain't mad. Okay. Um, okay. Um, when it's all said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? Mm. I think more than anything, I want my legacy to be that I created space for folks to be themselves, to like truly show up and be their full selves in a really raw, unapologetic way. Um, That's something that I strive to create in like the workplace and in my home and in my family and in my friendships. I just want people to come as they are and feel accepted Mm -hmm. 100%. Um, Okay. Yeah. All right. So we are done with pray. We are going to go into that now. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, all right. So we're just going to jump into it. Describe your bussy in three words. <laughs> um, my bussy in three words. Um, I think my bussy is, is defiant. Um, mm. It does what it wants to do. Okay. Um, Amen. It's determined. Amen. It gets what it wants. Um... <laughs> And I don't know. I don't know that I have a third way to describe it. <laughs> uh, Those are very strong words. Yeah, defiant, defiant, and determined. And determined we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah. Those are the two that I have. Okay. Those are the two that I have. Okay. Amber. Describing my bussy. Yes. Damn. Uh, <laughs> no one's uh... a. <laughs> 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 I haven't. Well, I haven't been. My my bussy hasn't been penetrated. It's just, yeah, you, but you. But bus- my bussy yeah, yeah. is um, it's cute. It's like a little cute brown. It's like a little brownie. Um, <laughs> it likes fun, you know. <laughs> like playful. It some, it's, it's, I have playful bus. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's how I would describe it. Okay. Playful bus, yeah. Playful bus. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is um tight, but releasing. <laughs> mine's probably tight too. Yeah, okay. mine's yeah. but it, it's opening up. Good. It's re- it's it's opening up. That's what I'm, that's, 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 that's the term. So we'll start there. First term. Um, it's good, you know. Um, once you taste the rainbow, uh, Lord Jesus, and resilient. 
Yes. Resilient buzz. <laughs> Come resilient. on. Yes. Might have been knocked down a few times. <laughs> we fall down, <laughs> but bus they get up. Ooh, Donnie McClurk and bus. Okay. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Woo! Shout out to all those who are Donnie McClurk and bus. Okay. <laughs> all right. You fall down, but you get up. Woo! For a Mm-hmm. For a saint is just a sinner. <laughs> okay, Tina. <laughs> um, what do you find se- most sexiest about yourself? About myself? Yeah, I'm so awkward. Cannot. But you don't think so? I think I am. Oh. I listen. I've had the longest, most drawn out, awkward, nerdy phase. I think okay. of anyone. Um, but I like to think that that's what makes me sexy in a Come way on. Yes. in like a quirky way mm-hmm. you know yeah. I got my own thing going on I love an awkward nigga okay. <laughs> I do me too same though yeah <laughs> yeah like mm. cause me they too. ain't never awkward in bed it's like they release it yeah mm. it's like they're like <sighs> <laughs> you're like whoa all that zaddy uh, <laughs> what do you find most sexy in other people that you're attracted to I like people who are soft-spoken and gentle, and um, I'm really attracted to more, I would say, feminine energy, mm. even in men. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. I don't like all that aggression and that rah-rah. I don't like that. <laughs> I, don't I like do that a rah-rah little. shit. <laughs> He's like, I no, do, I do. I, like, I, do, some, I do. love some rah-rah shit. I love some rah-rah shit, but I think as I've kind of gotten older i've been finding myself being more attracted to blouses you know a soft top mm-hmm. um i don't need i need less rah-rah mm-hmm. and i need a little more vulnerability um some kindness and patience um <laughs> i'm working on being patient myself because i can't keep asking niggas to be patient with me and me not being me being impatient as fuck <laughs> so i'm working on that um Pray for me, y'all. But yeah, so I'm trying to. I mean, so I think, like I said, as I've gotten older, I've kind of let that. I'm. I was toxic for a long time. I wanted me a. I wanted me a trade so bad. Like I really wanted a nigga that was gonna call me yo ma, and mean really? it. Yeah, mean it. I, I never had the phase. Yeah, I always like my men real gay. <laughs> gay, 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 gay. Yeah, see, I haven't always liked them. I, I haven't always liked them gay gay. Um, but now I do. Um, shout out to shout out to all the gay gays. Um, and just in case anyone was wondering, this bussy is gay gay. Um, Good and, pr- and proud. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, you have been in a relationship for almost three years. How has the sex gotten better over the years? It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I had to shout catch myself. Oh, um, shout out, shout out to you, babe. Um, Cause I want y'all to know Dana's eyes lit up. Ooh. <laughs> um, it's good. I have a really good sex life now, y'all. Um, I think there's something to be said about like continually learning someone's body, mm-hmm. like having that time with someone over a span of years where like 
you get to like tweak it mm. and get it just right with the same person. Mm. It's fun. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I felt that. <laughs> I ain't felt it in a while, but I felt that. Mm. You felt the sentiment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what would you say is the biggest difference between relationship sex and casual sex? Mm. I'm biased. I just think relationship sex is, it's more, I mean, it's just more fulfilling. It's more pleasurable to me. Um, I'm able to like trust more, be more myself. Um, I just, you know, like in my 20s with like the casual hookups and stuff, which I didn't even really have many of those. I was always sort of like scary. I always felt like I was going to get axe murdered. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't one of the bold gays. It was just like, you cute. I'm going to come to your house. Mm-hmm. I just always felt like it was going to end bad for me. Um, Same. You know, like it was going to be me, like <laughs> SVU, like this bitch is in the park, um, chopped up or something. So, um... <laughs> I don't have any fear um, in a relationship. There's just, like, safety and comfort. Um, and someone who's, like, dedicated to, like, invested in, like, learning your body and stuff. Um, I don't know. And then you just don't know, like, with men, like, hygiene practices vary. <sighs> Niggas' houses be dirty. <sighs> they be having air mattresses on the floors. Like, it's just, that's not my ministry. I just... I like to know what I'm getting into every time. You made a, a point for relationship sex. <laughs> I don't like the surprise, y'all. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like the surprise, y'all. Ooh. What has been your worst casual experience? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about nobody. Um... I but was, please do. But please do, right? <laughs> um, let's have fun. <laughs> no, don't say names. Yeah. Yeah, of course not. Um, no, yeah. I had a really interesting experience with somebody who just, like, we just had different beliefs um, and practices around hygiene. Mm. But. <laughs> the way your, your, your face gets so Ooh. sad. I just, you know, I don't have to understand it. You are correct. I don't have to. Yes, correct. Mm. Amber? Oh, um, in London, that was the worst. That was a bad casual hookup. I mean, it was just bad because for me, even if we're having casual hookups, I still think it's important to like care about the other person's pleasure because you're having sex. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, especially like, with men, I feel like they're like, well, as long as I know, I'm gonna be good and da-da-da. like they don't, and they also don't care about you. Mm-hmm. They think you're just like an object. And I think approaching sex, even in casual hookups where you're not an object, you're a person who wants to be pleasured, mm-hmm. um, makes sex better. Um, and Word. he did not, he did not do that. He treated me like an object. Um, he nutted in like a minute and snored loudly um, that's disrespectful uh, in my bed and uh, <laughs> I was like get the fuck out so that was the worst that was the worst one Okay, that was the worst hookup yeah. 
I just had somebody eat my butt really poorly. And then, like, they nutted in between my ass cheeks. But then, they, like, they wanted to hold me afterwards. Keep in mind, I was, like, very much, like, sad and heartbroken over army nigga. And I was just like, I don't even want you to touch me. I don't know why I did this. Because mm. I didn't enjoy our date beforehand. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, like, I brought you home just because I wanted to feel some type of void. And now this has been an unpleasurable experience for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, child, never do that again. Uh, <laughs> very nice person, though. He's very nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very Sometimes sweet. you're just not feeling it. Yeah. Like, And yeah. that's okay, too. Like, It might not have been that he was actually even bad at what he was doing. It's, it, probably, it's, it's just sometimes you're not feeling yeah, it. Yeah, I would definitely was not feeling it. It could have all been me. Um, okay. Are you verbal or nonverbal during sex? And if you are verbal, what are some of your go-to phrases or words? <laughs> I'm not very ver- I'm, I don't think I'm verbal. Not really. Okay. Okay. Savoy, we know you're verbal. <laughs> are you? <laughs> That's probably why you asked this question. Yeah. No, I just... I just be wanting to know I'm not alone, okay? Okay, come on. So what? what's your go-to words? That are being said to me or... That no, I that say, you say. Um, this pussy is yours. Um, I never mean it. It's you lie. Right. It's, it's usually alone. It's alone for the evening. <laughs> it's like I mean, rent, technically it's yours bus. right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's rent-a-bus. <laughs> it's rent-a-bus. At this moment. At this very moment. It's and if you, you, if you, um, I do a lot of babies, a lot of fuck me, um, it's been a while since I've done it and like some shit just came out my mouth that I wasn't even expecting. Um, and that's kind of what I want to get back to. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like that. Yeah. Maybe. Where like, it doesn't. Not to say that like it isn't good, but I think I like I have my go to phrases, but like you know it's good when you don't even like you don't even know what the fuck you like you done said some shit that you're like some wild ass shit. Shit like wait. I just <laughs> said that nasty ass shit. Um but yeah, it's generally fuck me. Um this pussy is yours. I really that's a that's a go to. I'll say that a lot if you're really doing it well. You know what someone okay. <laughs> The best thing that I've heard was. <laughs> <laughs> this is, and this is so. This isn't the best thing. It's not even like. It's not even that good. But the best thing that I heard was like, you deserve this dick. Like, and I was wow. like. Wow. I do. I do. <laughs> wow. I Wow. I want somebody to tell me I deserve their dick. Ooh, child. Wow. That took me somewhere. That took me somewhere. You deserve this <sighs> dick. Wow. Damn, Amber. Fuck. That was good. Shout out shout out to that person. Shout out to that man. Shout mm. out. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Have you ever had some dick that you just really like? You said you almost like you said it had to leave, like, like you understand that it had to go, but you low key sad. Yes, not, you, I feel like that's Summer Bay is someone that I still 
think about. Mm. And I'm just like, you were so good. <laughs> you were so good. And you had the per- like perfect mm. dick. Mm. <sighs> That's how I feel about that nigga that netted on my face. I was just like, and then licked it off. I'm just like, I shouldn't. Like, I know we weren't going to last, but I should have just held out a few more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I know it wasn't going to work, but I should have just gotten in a few more sessions. Like, I should have just bit my tongue a little bit longer. See, <laughs> but see, that's what, that's my problem. I'd be like, so, this ain't going to work. Right? Yeah, right. However, <laughs> how about we, that's my problem. No, I'm a, very much so like, so, about this <laughs> but see i'm very much like a just cut it off instead of just being like no like let it just breathe i cut off then i come back i cut off and i come back and then i come back and you I a cut haunter off. that's <laughs> <laughs> there are ghosts then come, and then they're haunters come, like come back <laughs> then i cut off <laughs> dana sorry dana <laughs> i love it <laughs> Determined, uh, <laughs> defiant, <laughs> determined and defiant. Woo, strong words, Dana. Um, what would you tell your younger self about love? Mm. Just what did Ari Lennox say? Which one? Don't this, date these niggas till you're forty three. I'm not forty three yet. But. Just, Ari, we love you. We stand. <laughs> Do you understand? I listen to I've been at least twice a day, <laughs> at least. And don't you date these niggas till you forty three, honey? <laughs> at least. I just, <gasps> yeah. You know, I was so I compromising. You <laughs> I was just so compromising in my youth, like. I laugh because I tell my best friend, like, I just tried to be every nigga. Like, whatever a man wanted, like, I tried to, like, be that thing. Like, Mm. I'm like, oh, you like masculine? I could be that. Let me put on these Tims. Oh, you like... (laughs) like, (laughs) Not Tims. Just a a performance artist. (laughs) Um, And I just wasn't fulfilled. Like, just Mm. trying to keep men that just... They didn't even have no money. I don't know what I was doing. Mm. Mm. I could have waited. Mm. Okay. Mm. What would you tell your younger self? It sounds so cliche, but love yourself first. Mm-hmm. How the hell are you gonna love somebody? Yeah, like I think so much. Um, I think so much of my experiences, especially with like men, have just been centered around the ideas of just like. I've always kind of felt the need to prove myself. And I think in this last year or so, um, some of that, some of that has left my body. Um, and I don't, I, I think a lot of that is due to self-love. Like just the fact that I'm able to look at myself, like even now, like the old boy couldn't look in the mirror after a shower and like see their stomach and be okay with it and actually like grab it and be like I love you. Mm-hmm. Um 
and there's something so powerful about that now for me like I'll literally like just grab my like I'll look at myself and I'll be like you know what this is what I got mm-hmm. um <laughs> this is what I got and these niggas still in the words of Amber these niggas still gonna come <laughs> okay this belly ain't never stopped a nigga from coming come on uh, come on <laughs> so yeah I would just say really like love yourself because I think as you start to love yourself, you learn certain things and you're able to kind of like stop yeah, and be like, does this, does this make sense for me? And right. I think because I've been doing that, because I've been act- actively practicing self-love, which honestly has been the most uncomfortable thing for me um, throughout this journey, it, it, it has allowed me to kind of just stop and ask questions like is this actually going to work for me? Like, are you somebody I see myself with? Is this even, do I even like you? I think for so long, especially if you do not love yourself, or at least for me, I didn't even ask myself. I was so concerned about a nigga liking me that I didn't even stop to ask myself, do I like this nigga? Mm -hmm. So that's something important for me. Now I stop and ask myself, like, do I like you? Like, no, I don't. Go home. Mm -hmm. So, yeah yeah what would you tell your younger self uh two things one is go with the flow a lot more i'm a control type of person that's why that's why i come back you know i leave i stop everything and then i come back um so I i would tell myself to go with the flow a lot more and then also the other thing is that vulnerability isn't um that it is scary definitely but lean into that fear of vulnerability it's okay if people know that you're hurt it's okay that people know that you like them and it's okay it's totally okay I think uh what I've been learning lately is like dating like (laughs) sometimes with vulnerability I feel like a clown you know like you just feel stupid (laughs) and I'm just like maybe that's dating maybe you just always feel stupid and that's okay and you just feel raw and that raw feeling I always like wanted to run from um but just kind of like stay in it a little bit more that's my friend so that's that's what I would tell myself come on um when I'm watching porn I look for the following do you watch porn, Dana? I do. Okay. So what do what? you look So when you're watching yes. porn. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Dana was a what? Some people don't like porn. Yeah. Okay, so when you watch porn, what are you what do you look for? Black men. Okay. Come on. Uh only. Exclusively. Amen. Uh <laughs> same. And I don't you know, I try to I don't like all that. You know, all those scenarios and that bad acting. Like, I don't... I just want you to get to it. Yeah. Give me what I came for. (laughs) Come on. Um, I heard what you did. Okay. Um, (laughs) That's all I want. That's all I want. I also am just not into um, that body type that we're conditioned to desire. Like, Mm. everybody's six foot and super chiseled Mm -hmm. and tatted and... Mm -hmm. That's not what I like in life, so that's not what I mm. go to in porn. So, what do you like in life? Men with some weight, like I like a little weight. Mm. I like men who are shorter than me. Um, yeah, are you not even that tall? And I'm not. My partner's shorter than me, though. You like a short, thick king. I like it. That's what I need. <laughs> I 
Come on, a short thinking. Come on. We're similar in that regard. Yeah, you guys are. Um, I've been lately. I like thanks. Shout out to Twitter. Um, free Twitter. I look for bottoms that look like me. Yeah. Physically. Ooh. It's good. Yeah, because okay. I'm just like, I want to. I got. I guess it helps me imagine myself in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh. I also think it, it is starting to make you feel like you're sexier. Yeah. Because you, you know. Yeah. Like you, you're like, like oh. oh, I can come off a person that looks like me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to look at Jada Fire all the time because I feel like, well, I don't know about now, but we used to have like similar body types and like. Shout out to her. <laughs> a queen. Jada. A queen. We stand. We we stand. <laughs> we see you, Jada. A queen. Mm. I need to find because I've been watching white dudes, unfortunately. Mm. Um, the ghetto. But I've been really into. Uh, I know, but I've been really into um, to like buy porn. So like mm. two dudes and a a lady. Um, and so I feel like you don't see a lot of that mm-hmm. in black porn. And then also like the scenarios are different too with like black porn. Like it just seems like it's rougher. I don't know. I just like mm-hmm. want it to be a little bit more gentle. I want to, I think I want to make porn. I'm down. And like direct it. Cause I'm like, I'd never see what I want to see. And like I end up in some white people shit and like, or maybe I need to do some OnlyFans and like really like look. Yeah. Cause I've seen the recently seen some bi porn. It was good. Okay. Shut up. Yeah. Like at least I've seen the the two minute and 20 seconds part I saw on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, two minutes, 20 seconds. But it gets the job done. (laughs) This nigga still came. <laughs> Two minutes twenty seconds. Two minutes and twenty seconds. Um, my favorite kink is and why? Oh, um, hmm. Okay, so I know earlier this is gonna be a contradiction, just a little bit though. I know I said earlier that I like men, just partners who are gentle and soft spoken, but I just really like a partner to be more dominant in mm-hmm. the bedroom sometimes. Um, so, like, choke me, you know? Okay. We see Get this other. throat. We see each other? Yeah. We yeah. see each other. Yeah. I love a good joke. Mm. I don't, but... <laughs> well, is there, just because it's a dominant... Okay, maybe not a choke you know, as much as... No, 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 no. No, but, like... <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. No, you want there's like nothing some pressure. Wrong. Just a little pressure. Just a yeah. hand and some pressure. A choke. Yes, don't like, like really that. choke me, nigga. Like, don't. no, no. Yeah, I no. get what you're saying. You I know? I have my own shit around that. Mm-hmm. So I I need we need to be like real safe. Right. If you um even place pressure there. Yeah. See, and I just just go ahead, just <laughs> grab that neck. But low key beat my ass though. Ooh. Like. <laughs> like slap my ass so hard where I'm like it kind of hurts <sighs> that's where I like ain't nothing better than when you getting spanked and it sting a little bit oh god like or a lot of bit sometimes mm-hmm. I, like I really want to try whips and yeah me like, too and belts and stuff and the, the little paddles yeah mm-hmm. the paddles and stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cause like, I really like being spanked 
Like beat my ass. Yes, please. Low key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But don't choke me. But don't choke Amber. Ch- ch- choke me and Dana though. Yes. <laughs> we apply so- apply the pressure. <laughs> apply the pressure, please. Um, what is one idea or notion you had to let go in order to create better dating habits? I think I spoke about it a little earlier. Just like trying to be these broke niggas every desire like because i'm just not gonna be and they still gonna come it's the new mantra because <laughs> <laughs> niggas are what comeable <laughs> it's not hard it don't take much it, it doesn't really take doesn't. much and they're generally very easy creatures <laughs> <laughs> okay last that question what does the word intimacy mean to you just being able to trust someone like fully like with my body and with my thoughts and with my emotions which can be chaotic um just having that sense of like safety okay. and that can be simple like mm. you know it could be. <laughs> it could be. It could be. But dealing with these niggas is mm-hmm. often is not. Um, well, Lauren said like, it could all be so, so simple. simple. Mm. But you rather make it hard. <laughs> Loving you is a battle. Ooh. And we both endured the scars. Oh, raggedy ass niggas. Um, <laughs> but in 2020, I'm going to love y'all. I'm going to let down my guards um, and be open. Child, pray for me. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go into bird confessions. These are rapid fire questions. Remember okay. that Dana, you are a bird, okay? I'm a bird, okay? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you felt that <laughs> a true statement. <laughs> All right, what kind of bird are you? Pigeon, dove, eagle, flamingo, ostrich, penguin, or peacock? Ooh, um. <laughs> Oh, I think I'm a penguin. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I can totally see that too. Um, all right. What would your stripper name be and what would be your go-to song? <laughs> okay, so I used to strip in my early 20s, but I didn't have a... Fu- okay. Dana, Listen. that was wow. the fun fact. Yes, come fun, on. That's the fun fact? <laughs> <laughs> come on, Dana. Um, Talking about you from Massachusetts. Come on. I'm Virgo from Massachusetts. <laughs> um, no, yeah. No, I used to strip and okay. I um I go-go also for a while oh, cool. in my 20s. Um but I had like a corny ass name. So I worked at this club in Massachusetts called Ecstatic. Full frontal nudity. Um, shout out to Club Ecstatic. Um, <laughs> Come on, Club Ecstatic. And my extra coins after the call center. Um, yeah, and they called me Brandon. So this, <laughs> they called me Brandon. This is how they picked the stripper names like during your your interview <laughs> slash audition. They're just like, okay, like... What's your childhood best friend's name? Um, my childhood best friend's name was Brandon. M- mine too. Wow. Shout out to Brandon. Shout, um, out to, shout out to the Brandons. So that's who I was. You were Brandon. Okay. What was that's... your go-to song? <laughs> what was my go-to song? What an song? odd way to choose a name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little weird, but you know, um, it worked as an alias. 
Um, I don't think I had a go-to song. Listen, that was an awkward time in my life. Okay, so what would you want your go-to song to have been back then when you were Brandon? Back then. When was this? Like 2010? What the hell songs were out in 2010? I'm so Um, old. I'm saying. I feel like Waka Flocka. (laughs) Some shit like that. Like, um, was it? It's like no flex zone or something, or no is that 2010? I don't no, no, know. No, 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 that was 2014. Okay, um, it's way back. 2010 was Oh My God. No, you're right. Yeah, what? Um, oh My God, baby, let me win. It's the which, song. which I've danced to. Yes. <laughs> that was uh, um, what was 2010? Oh, you know what? My 2010 stripper song would have been Ride by Sierra mm-hmm. that would have been my song I see it for you <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> Sierra deserves her things this music is terrible lately but she's but, yeah. but the old things yeah great the old things she's due yes yeah sophomore mm. I could see D-Y. like Normani giving like a like new a Sierra. Sierra well no just like if Sierra ever has like a a moment where she's being honored I can mm. see Normani like doing a performance. That would make sense. That would be cute. That'd be cute. That'd be real cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Normani. I really want you to work this year, girl. Me too, but you gotta do better songs. Um, just speak the truth. You gotta do better songs, sis. Um, I liked motivation. I liked it too, but it didn't have no staying power. Just the video. The video made it. It was a good song. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, you are featured on an episode of Maury. What is the show topic for the day? Is he the baby's father? I slept with my best friend's boyfriend, unruly teenager, or I scammed my ex out of thousands of dollars. Oh, I definitely scammed. <laughs> I definitely scammed. <laughs> okay. That sounds like me. That's, That's not far-fetched. <laughs> okay, look. Amen. Um, one, star, one porn star you would let hit. Mm. It could be old school. Oh. Or new school. You know, I've met a lot of these men in the don't don't date these niggas till you're 43 don't date these niggas till you're 43 <laughs> but also don't meet your heroes like ah, 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 ah. fantasy ruin like um I don't know I don't know these boys names okay that's I don't know okay. like you don't got nobody from like the past from the past I used to really like they can be strange if you they can be straight. Yeah, they can be straight. I too. told you I like them gay gay. <laughs> That's fair. You did. I forgot um, that part. Because I would let Mr. Yeah. Mark, I would let Mr. Marcus destroy me. I don't know who that is. Gosh. I'm going to do some research. Yes. Um, or Justin Slayer. I know who that is. <laughs> okay. Ah, 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 ah. See? <laughs> he ain't gay, but woo. Um, so, I used to really think Hot Rod was cute before the, um with the old butt. You know, the original butt. <laughs> the original. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Hot Rod with the original butt. Um, whew, Hot Rod. Um, that fat rabbit killer video. Oh, child. Um, <laughs> the the. Now that's a vocal that I just don't want. Um, what sit? What city of love and hip hop would you rather be on? Miami, New York, Atlanta, or Hollywood? Mm. I'ma say 
Miami. I knew I knew it. Only now because they're bringing my girl back. Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Puerto Rican princess. The Puerto Rican princess. <laughs> come on. You better stand for your it's Puerto gonna, Rican. It's going to take God to come down here and slow her down. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> I live through her. Like The fact that you knew that phrase from the listen, trailer. <laughs> y'all don't understand how I feel about her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. I've never seen my true self reflected in a person so much. Really? My no. inner self. My inner self. Jocelyn. I just love her. And she's beautiful. Gorgeous. Come on. She's gorgeous. Come on. <laughs> Your dream trade can only possess one main attribute. A grill, a nice car, a neck tattoo, a regular weed habit. Well, I have the weed habit, so... I could use that car. Like, I think it's going to have to be the car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would you rather him spit in your mouth or your no. butt? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you had to wait till I'm done with the question. <laughs> Would you rather him spit in your mouth or your butt? Yeah, in my butt. We see each other. You like that? Spit in your mouth? No. That's just not what I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's a no for me, too. <sighs> I don't know if somebody, I don't want nobody, I barely want, like, I don't want my, I get annoyed by my own saliva. Yeah. Because I'm just like, wow, wow, so much sometimes, mm-hmm. especially when doing the, like, when I'm doing this, me and Amber doing the show, I'm just like, why do I have so much spit in my mouth? So just added spit just don't seem appealing. Mm-hmm. But I want to be very clear, in 2020, if you spit in somebody's butt, you gotta, that has to come from the throat, okay? Don't be giving us no between. Like you gotta <laughs> let it come from. But the I also chest. don't want Ooh. like phlegm. Okay. Yeah, right. I don't want phlegm either. But I want it from the back of the. I, I get want, what you're saying. Yeah. You want like you a larger. You want like a larger. I want to hear a little. Yeah, I want to hear a splat when it hits my butt. <laughs> Got like, you. Like my inner, my inner ass. So <laughs> I want to feel it. <laughs> Not just I want. I want to just hear it. I want to feel it. Um. <laughs> Long nails, a long weave, or long eyelashes? Your bird. Mm. Long nails. Okay. Your number... Um, Never mind. That's not a question for you. Um, Celebrity capsule collection would be with Fashion Nova, Pretty Little Things. Wait, what? <laughs> My celebrity counts your bird. <laughs> So with your celebrity cancel your celebrity capsule collection would be with Fashion Nova or Pretty Little Things. I don't know what Pretty Little Things is. Really? What is that? It's like high end Fashion Nova. Uh, high end? Girl, Fashion Nova is cheap. I know. Yeah. So it's like I guess so pretty little things would be like Forever Twenty One. Yeah. To pretty little to Fashion Nova's Rainbow. Yeah. Okay. I just can't do fashion over anything. Okay, so would I you like a more a... upscale brand? <laughs> no, that was, we'll do pretty little things. Pretty little okay, things. Okay, That's okay. That's all right. Um, most iconic thought of all time. The most iconic thought of all time. For you. For me. Um, there are so many, really. <laughs> you, there you, are so you many. I'm really into the life of Marlon Brando lately. Because mm-hmm. he fucked everybody, y'all. <laughs> For real. Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> this white man. <laughs> this white man did fuck everybody. Everyone. He was serving that dick to any so, and everyone. Marlon everyone. Brando was 
so I I heard James Baldwin. Mm-hmm. I heard Richard Pryor. Yep. I've heard is I, am I confusing him with um someone else? But I thought Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Oh, okay. So didn't she have like a threesome with him and someone yes. else? What was the other person? Look, Marlon was an equal opportunity dick thrower. Okay. Also, I heard Marvin Gaye. That makes Everyone. sense. Everyone. Wow. He lived. <laughs> Mar- he soared. Marlon Brando. You know Marlon. Was but up Marlon in them looked- black ass clubs. <laughs> but you know what? Marlon's like, having looked at Marlon multiple times, I know Marlon has some good dick. Like, it's something in his spirit. Something about his spirit radiates good dick. Like, he had, he gave me spitting your butt energy. And that just, it speaks to me. Come on, Marlon Brando. Shout out to you. Rest in peace. <sighs> mm. Or maybe he had good ass. Maybe he just served good ass. That's how I've always imagined it. That he was giving ass yeah. instead of dick. That's what I imagined. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. remember we had this conversation? I you, believe Because you were like, Richard was a bottom. And I'm like, I don't know. I see Mar- that. I can see Richard as a bottom, but I don't know. Marlon seems like a bottom to me, but I don't know. But not Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye doesn't give me bottom energy. No, he don't. But you never know. But you never know. You know what? Mar- so, Marvin actually gives me verse energy. Yeah. He gives me strong verse energy. I agree. James bottom all day James <laughs> James James was a power bottom okay we, we 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 see you we lift your name James a power bottom a powerful bottom Eartha right. was topping Eartha Eartha was the original top okay Eartha was the original top Eartha looked like the type of motherfucker that would like fuck you and put her foot on top of your head at the same time like just to let you know that she think you was shit like you in this pussy but let me put this foot on this toe on your your forehead so you know who I am um shout out to Eartha um alright <laughs> we go to Zay of the week which is <laughs> one male presenting individual that we are crushing over crushing on at the moment right now um. What? Yeah. Yeah. Who's wow. that? I always. It can part- be anyone. It, it can be, be anyone. 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 It's Lakeith Stanfield. <gasps> you know what? A, a true awkward king. Uh, I agree. I just. So Do you much. see him? I see him. I see him. He's so awkward, but so attractive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching. He was on like Jimmy Kimmel or something, and I was watching and I was like, I just want to fuck you. Like I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but he's radiating, just like mm-hmm. good dick energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good. I had to unfollow him on social media because I wanted to continue to lust for him. Look, and sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do that. Cause he's stupid. Oh, child, they all are. Or Martin, at least but Lakeith, what a good one. Mm. Um, mine's is it- Mitchell Edwards. Um, he's Mitchell. an actor. <clears throat> he's an actor. Um, <laughs> um, hold on one second. I'll show you. He was on. He's in the show with Tay Diggs. He um on CW. I forgot what it's called. 
He okay. is also in um he's in the new Netflix show about figure skating. I actually met him and that's how but I didn't know at the time I didn't know who he was. I didn't know he was an actor. I just was like, You look familiar. Um Um and if he hears this it's gonna be very awkward. <laughs> Thank you. As, as he is friends with one of my clients. Um <laughs> I'm so ghetto. Um, but yeah, a man, a chocolate man. I, yeah, he fine. Yeah, he cute. And he got good. He got. He was a gentleman. Nice. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it to the guy I just saw on the train. <laughs> Look. Um, don't know his name. Don't. We did not even speak. Buddy. But. I almost got off at 125th to follow his ass. Because I was like, you know how like you're on the train and you're just like, I'm on the train. I don't know. That's at least how I be thinking. And then I was, I think I was like looking at my phone and then, and then I was like looking at other stuff and there was like all these cute babies. I'm like looking at the babies. And then all of a sudden, like right in front of me was this fine ass dude. And I was just like, I was like, where have I been looking? So shout out to him. He made my train commute like really pleasant. Um, he was fine. He was like, he was like, you know, my type. He had locks and mm. he was beautiful skin, very nice smile. <laughs> the gloss that just came over. Shout Amber. out to him. He really did make my commute good. good so. Look, shout out to him. All right, so one next we're gonna go into um, Bad Bitch Hall of Fame, which is one female presenting woman person individual that we are basically believes that we they're deserving of their flowers and they haven't received them or they received them, but we want to show give them to them more. This can be anybody. It can be your mother. It can be your aunt. Um, it can be anybody. I will start. I spent the holiday. Um, I finally got to meet my niece. Aspen Stanley Rose, Celine, um, a star, okay. <laughs> um, my birthday twin, um, which further cements her greatness. <laughs> um, and we just had a great two days. You know, it was me and her, and um, you know, I called her my little Caucasian woman, um, because she's the only one. <laughs> she's a quarter black, um, but. I love her to nothing, nonetheless, and that's my baby, and I'm very excited to, um, I'm very excited to be an uncle a geek for the third time. Mm-hmm. Not that I, I've always, I consider myself a very good uncle, but I think the, um, I think kind of like, I got the hang of it this time, so mm-hmm. I think this, this one I can like really instill some good things in her, not that I haven't instilled great things to my nieces who also listen to the podcast shout out to hey. y'all <laughs> my, my niece was like i'm gonna follow amber <laughs> i was like go ahead she's like i really like her <laughs> i was like go ahead and follow amber weirdo <laughs> it was like she wanted my approval first like i'm gonna follow amber <laughs> um, <Hi. laughs> um amber who's your bad bitch hall of fame entry um I think I've already given Donna Summer's Bad Bitch Hall of Fame. Queen. Um, I think I have as well now. So I'm not going to do that. And I might have already given this woman 
Babbage Hall of Fame, but I'm going to give it because it's her birthday today. It's Tina Knowles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've given it to most of the Knowles family, but um, <laughs> shout out to shout out to Tina. You created greatness. Um, your womb is magical. Uh, and but that's not what makes you great. Um, mm. I think that she's also just like a really hardworking woman. I think that she shows up for her family in really cool ways. And um, I also kind of like that she is redefining aging a little bit. Like mm. she, every time I see her, she'd be out popping. <laughs> just like she, she Miss Tina somewhere. is one of the most popping old women. Yes, it uh, has been popping for a long yeah, time. Yeah, for a very long time. So I kind of like that. And then um, she also kind of reminds me of my my mom a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, Another so, Scorpio queen. Yes, yes, Scorpio queen. Uh, shout out to my mom. Um, but yes, so it's her birthday. So um, happy birthday, Mama Tina. Okay. All right, Dana. Who's your bad bitch Hall of Fame? Anita Baker. So <sighs> queen. I just saw Anita in November <sighs> for her farewell farewell tour farewell part three <laughs> right like i'm like how have. many farewells are we gonna uh, have but i'm gonna go to every one of them <laughs> um keep on coming and she was amazing she just was like everything i yeah. expected her to be like just a class act she sounds just like the records mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she was threatening to fire people it was everything i needed on stage she was we didn't get we didn't Amber get we, we didn't get that Amber they had her sound messed up oh. when she came to MGM National Harbor they had her mess, her sound messed up so she was just like listen it's not hard somebody's gonna lose a job tonight <laughs> I said yes ma'am <laughs> yes Anita as they should Anita as they should oh Anita <sighs> mm, a show that's one of my highlights top yeah, five yeah that was great 2019 that was great. Even though she didn't do Body and Soul. Um, <gasps> she didn't do Body and Soul. Yeah. That's my favorite. Anita. Look, Dana, let me explain something to you, okay? Body and Soul is my favorite Anita song. <laughs> and I was disappointed. And she I did know- mine, though, so I was giving you the best that I got. Yeah. Yeah, most That's all we- I needed. Yeah. I think I'm the only person who, like... Like stands for body and so like I feel like most but people like it. But it's still a hit though yeah. that oh, you yeah. would think that she would she do, would perform. But she didn't. Yeah. She definitely did not hit me with that. But she did do my second favorite, which is no one in the world. So no, oh, you know what? You see, no. <laughs> um. Uh, all right. So as always, we cl- close it with good bussy vibes, which is one quote that has um just kind of spoken to me or. I feel like the world needs to hear. Um, I have a few this time. So, um, because there was time. (laughs) Um, So, the first one comes from Cheney Nicholas. And it says, healing costs, time, energy, ego. When you are ready for a shift, put everything you've got on the table. Growth is the goal. Change isn't cheap. But holding holding out on yourself costs more than your soul can spare. Once again, it reads, healing costs, time, energy ego when you are ready for a shift put everything you've got on the table growth is the goal change isn't cheap but holding out on yourself costs more than your soul can spare and then the next one comes from joe leon you are more than what you are healing from remember that that's very simple you are more than what you are healing from remember that um because sometimes i know i personally forget that um Shout out to, shout out to 
the healers um dana before we leave first of all thank you for coming thank you for being so honest yes. and open what would you what, anything you would like to promote anywhere would, where can the bussy high find you Y'all can find me on Twitter and IG like everyone else um, <laughs> at Dana Vivian White. That's also my website, DanaVivianWhite.com. Um, I don't have anything specific to promote coming up in 2020. I'm going to just be living. Okay. Look, yeah. and that's that's a blessing. So, exactly. Yeah. Shout out to living. Um, as always, thank you for coming. Bussy High, we thank you for listening. Um... I'm really excited about 2020 for Eat, Pray, Thai. I'm excited um, just for us to continue to tell great stories. Um, Amber, is there anything you would like to leave the Bussy High with before we leave? Any any closing statements? Um, you deserve you deserve this dick. <laughs> <laughs> and they still gonna come. And they still gonna come. <laughs> and they still gonna come. <laughs> A word brought to you by Amber Milan. <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. Thank y'all so much bye. for coming. Bye. Bye.